all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life? Well, that's another. Which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week to help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the reflection and extension of you who will be here each Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness changemaker and on the other four weekdays, leading the way to ensure that your perspective is consistently expanded, your vibration is constantly elevated, and your heart is overflowing and full. Also, this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online, and you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. All right, all you positive heads, welcome, welcome. It's a magical Monday here in the studio. I am so excited to be with you guys, as always, and... Yeah, today is um, interesting. So I'm sure you guys have heard me say before, my studio, I converted my garage in my house to a studio. Well, um, my, uh, let's see, my shower was leaking and they ended up just ripping the entire thing out. So they're actually way upstairs building a new shower at the moment. So if it's a little, if you hear a little drilling or banging around, I guess we're in a construction phase in our journey, all of us. So we'll just, we'll just take it as sound effects. What do we say? I, I don't know if you'll hear it or not, actually. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's way upstairs and I'm, you know, in the studio, so I don't know if it'll come through or not. I can hear it just a little bit here and there, but who knows what wonderful tools they'll pull out for the job while we're doing this. So yeah, good times. It's always uh, it's always a mystery. It's always change. You never know what's coming next. If you had told me on uh, Thursday of last week that I, my whole entire bathroom would be completely ripped out in my in my room, I probably wouldn't have believed you. But that is the case. So yeah, go with the flow. And uh, today, I think what I'm going to do uh, is read a chapter from Oneness. It's been a minute. I've been having a lot of uh, co-hosts, a lot of guests, a lot of. Um, wonderful, wonderful people coming through, but it hasn't left the time to read from oneness in a few weeks. So I thought that would be something, uh, a good way to start off the week. And the random number generator chose chapter 13, uh, oneness, the teachings received and transcribed by Russia. If you guys haven't, um, heard, heard me read from this book before, I love it. I, I view it as the guidebook to Ascension is sort of the way, you know, what I've coined it as, if you will. And what's great about it is you can read from anywhere in the book and it's going to, you know, it's going to make sense. It, it gives you an idea of what the symptoms you can expect uh, on your journey back to oneness and viewing things from the eyes uh, of oneness, living from oneness. It's something that Christopher Jackson and I have been talking about a lot 
on the show, off the show, and just taking it to another level of being oneness and not creating separation in our judgments of someone else or whatever, you know, the interaction that we're having and just moving into a place of oneness and, and, you know, everyone that you bump up against, look at them as, okay, this person who maybe I'm not agreeing with their perspective, but they embody an extension of me that is that where I do have that perspective. And instead of creating separation and pushing them away or making them wrong for it, I'm going to love it. I'm going to accept it. And I'm going to, um, you know, honor it as much as I do my own perspective. And that is a powerful, powerful turning point. And it's one that's really deep, you know? I mean, it's one that it's so easy to fall into separation mentality when we're talking about anything with anyone. And um, yeah, so... Uh, got right in there, didn't we? Um, <laughs> let's back up a little bit. Uh, I'm going to read a review on iTunes. You guys know I love those. They help to fuel my fire and help us to reach more people. Uh, the show is now on Spotify as well. Um, and you're going to start having the daily episodes on there as well. Now that we are, um, you know, it started off with just interviews a few few weeks ago, and we're going to be loading the daily episodes this week as well. So if you haven't subscribed or followed on uh, Spotify and you have a Spotify account, please do that. It will help us to reach new people, just like reviewing on iTunes will. So, um, and this review came in by Mr. Crows. And Mr. Crows said, Positively the most positive podcast on the planet. I am so infinitely grateful for this beautiful labor of unconditional love. Thank you for all the energy put towards this most beneficial and inspiring podcast. I love it so much, and I am so grateful to have this available as a tool to share with my loved ones and raise the vibrations of us all during the most crucial times of our ascension on this planet. And then you've got a bee and you've got a heart. And uh, I think I actually know who this is. I think this is uh, my my good friend, Brandon, a.k.a. Masquatch. Um, <laughs> we call him Masquatch. I'm guessing. I think this is him. I'm not 100%. But... Um, yeah, Mr. Crows get, kind of gives it away. And the bees with the heart, that's like his his little insignia. And uh, Brandon does some incredible uh, Palo Santo pieces. If you guys um, are interested in having like um, like pendants that you can wear, and he's doing all kinds of interesting things with Palo Santo. It's uh, Kulu Miski is his brand uh, where he does that. You can find it on um, on Instagram, I, I believe on Etsy, and it's K-U-L. U-M-I-S-K-I two words I believe I think I'm getting that right but you can email email me uh, if you guys you know are having trouble finding it and uh, he he is amazing and if it's not him hey Mr. Crows whoever you are thank you for taking the time to review it definitely um, it definitely makes a real difference in my world to get this feedback from you guys to know that it's making a difference in your lives and um, yeah it's such a beautiful thing so if you guys haven't reviewed on iTunes please do so and uh, yeah, my email, if you guys ever want to send questions, Brandon at PositiveHead.com. And of course, the Facebook group, Positive Heads with an S. A uh, great place to connect with other listeners, ask questions there. Um, ever-growing uh, ever growing, uh, collective of P-heads, as I like to affectionately call everyone who is a part of this show that is ours. And um, let's see. All right, let's dive in. So oneness, I, as I said, it's... Um, you can go back and you can find other chapters I've read over the last year or so, um, probably halfway through or a little more than halfway through the book, just reading random chapters. And it was received and transcribed by Russia in 1998. And um, 
So channeled material. And as I always say about that sort of thing, um, I'm indifferent to how, how the information came through or what someone even claims, what is the content of it? And the content is super, super incredible. High vibe. Uh, I definitely have seen it as a, uh, handbook guidebook for my own process of uh expanding into the next greatest and grandest version of myself as i become more as i become you know my higher self filters more and more through this vessel that is my you know my meat suit as uh some people affectionately refer to them as uh, i like bio body suit that's good that sounds a little more techy and like cool uh, meat suit sounds a little a little meatloafy and um well, maybe that's good. Uh, you know, choose choose your choose your weapon. Choose what you like. Call it what you will. We're here and we're expanding, and I love it. And I hope you love it too. And I hope you love this chapter that helps us to learn more about embracing the divine moment, the acceleration of the process of experiential compensation for quote unquote the past. Um, also, it's going to talk about recognizing the radical change in the ground rules that govern physical reality. And the third uh, bullet is becoming the quote-unquote rock upon which all else rests. All right, here we go. Resistance to the changes that are transpiring within you will necessitate prolonged repetitions of categories of experience that, essentially, you have outgrown. As long as you cling to the idea of the way life is supposed to be, your life circumstances will continue to reflect a perspective that sees itself as the effect of circumstances beyond your control. That experiential evidence contributes to the perpetuation of a mindset that views itself as a victim. And around and around it goes, the experiences reinforcing the presumptions and the presumptions setting the stage for experience. Eventually, you tire of the injustice of it all, and in some poignant moment of desperation, you will begin to dig within yourself and to unearth the clues that ultimately will lead you out of the wilderness. As you reach saturation point with the experience of disappointment and suffering, you will have set the stage for the shift in consciousness that can begin to create life anew. For, unbeknownst to you, the life you believe yourself to be living has not remained a static condition. You have assimilated much in the way of amplified vibration that would have opened the doors to the higher perspectives that you, as an elevated soul, understand and embody. Yet, still enmeshed in the complexities of your life script, you've done everything in your power to resist the radical change that those levels of energy are calculated to stimulate. And most likely, you have continued to cling to the remnants of your self-styled life raft as it begins to drift into the turbulent seas of change. It is true that you were not prepared for these times, not in the way you expected to be. You were not taught to expect that suddenly, in midstream, your life would veer off course and there you would be without a compass or a map or any of the other externalized crutches that you have taught yourself to rely upon. All that remains are the clues that begin to emerge from within, and in shifting the weight of responsibility for navigating your way through these uncharted seas, from what has been learned to what has never been forgotten, you are once again on your way. This time, however, the way has altered. It has all the familiar landmarks, but the landscape in which you find yourself is a shifting one. And you learn instinctively to float within the fluidity of its embrace. This is not the world of the pre-programmed automation that goes through the motion of enacting his robotic, robotic routine with predictable results. All that might have been predictable has been deleted from the program. And in increments, you begin to experience a taste of the magnitude of the real power that is your true essence. 
With a boost from the accelerated vibration of the world around you, you have been catapulted into new levels of experience, parallel and augmented levels of reality that enable you to transcend the nature of how you experience life. In essence, you have ascended, and how you adapt to the subtle differences in the nature of your new surroundings help to determine the level of struggle you will continue to encounter as you acclimate yourself to conditions of unrelenting change. As each level is encountered and each set of conditions is assimilated vibrationally, you begin to refine and re-refine and re-refine your perception of the nature of your reality and your place within it. And you recognize that you are invested in an ongoing process that has a distinct sense of where it is headed and has no need of your logical mind to steer the ship. With each profound level of vibrational augmentation you assimilate, understandings emerge as knowingness and you become quite comfortable with a process that begins to put the past and the trials of transformation in perspective. These understandings are not in the form of facts with which you have been schooled, but rather in the form of a vantage point that has always been within you. But until these times of upheaval, these understandings were dormant, waiting for a frame of reference to give them relevance. Having transcended the conditions that kept you blinded in limited levels of perception, you are able to see what, until now, you could not. Your world and your place within it have shifted, even ever so subtly at first, and you may not even notice initially, and you are in fact somewhere else. And then it happens again, and yet again, and slowly you begin to understand the nature of what is truly happening within you, and in the world around you that reflects it. Ascension is not a one-time hurdle that once traversed is an event relegated to the past. It is a never-ending process. You are experiencing its effects all the time. And it is a fact of life itself, whether or not you are comfortable with the idea of it. You have gifted yourself with the experience of awakening to the reality of your circumstances in order that you might be liberated from the prison of karmically induced conditions. Now there is the opportunity to shift some of those patterns. And now there's a chance to rise above the conditions of experiential reprisal for choices made in levels of reality that you would consider to be the past. Now you're able to flow with the momentum that unites all creation. And with the help of the energies that flood your world, you have been gifted with the experience of a divine moment, one in which you have the chance to accelerate a process of experiential compensation that, under denser conditions, might have taken centuries or in extreme cases, might have cast you into a holding pattern of ongoing adversity indefinitely. The call of the higher purpose of divine intent calls for a radical change in the ground rules that govern physical reality, and in order that all life might partake of the opportunity to taste their innate divinity and ultimately to unite in oneness, it was necessary that certain conditions be altered so that the energies of stagnation might be transcended by those who were ready to be free. That is the nature of the experience of these times. That is the impetus underlying the shifting sands of your experience of life. That is the opportunity being extended to those who dare to risk all they know for the chance that all they truly know might be revealed at all costs. You have awakened in the middle of a never-ending dream, and your sense that you might still be dreaming has never left you. Yet... Now it doesn't seem to matter, for you have had a flicker of illumination at center stage, and you have seen sure signs that the entire drama in which you experience your self-awareness can be altered at will. You have experienced evidence that in this particular dream, you are not the hunted, 
the innocent who lives at the mercy of the volatile whims of a hostile world. You have declared a timeout in the midst of all the chaos, and you have glimpsed yourself safe in the sanctity of all that swirls around you. In all likelihood, you haven't remained in that sacred center longer than a moment at best, but the realization registered nonetheless that somewhere within the realm of possibility, there was the indescribable sense of peace, and you recognize that state of beingness, for it is the nature of your own very essence. And this time, you will not be required to spend lifetimes trying to recapture the magnificence of that moment. You gave yourself that experience in what you may suspect is some kind of a dream state, for you know that this time the sense of that connection would not be forgotten. Ultimately, you will realize that you have not been dreaming, for you are no longer asleep. The unrealness of the sense of separating from the circumstances that taunt you and thwart you will begin to establish for you a sense of separation from the illusion that you considered to be your life. You are not this nightmare, and whether or not you wish to continue acting it out becomes a question of choice. You've been given a split-second glimpse of your own sacred essence as separate from all that, safe in the silence at the center of the cyclone, so that choice might be identified as an option that can be acted upon at will. You are not in this movie unless you choose to perceive yourself to be. You are, in fact, watching it. And the seemingly unrelenting circumstances that have you in the grasp are, in fact, illusory devices that you have created to instill certain levels of awareness and understanding. Each blow to your pride, each disappointing outcome, is no more than an instrument of your own will, a symbolic prop with which you, as the consummate playwright, sought to mirror yourself. With the help of these powerful experiential symbols, you have scripted the opportunity to see yourself in action and to begin to recognize the moves and the lines you know by heart and to see beyond it. Ultimately, you will begin to notice the correlation between your unbridled intent and the shift in the circumstances you are able to draw into your life as experience. And there will be no doubt that you have begun to manifest a different caliber of experience. One that emanates from a space of inner trust and contentment, rather than, than from a churning core of fear and turmoil. The evidence of that fundamental transformation of the essence of the being within is reflected back upon you everywhere you look. And there can be no doubt of the power of inner peace made manifest that has become your experience of physical reality. The symbolic representations of the thought forms that float freely within your consciousness will continue to manifest during this trans transitory stage. And the harmonious foundation on which life has begun to rest will continue to be peppered with episodes of adversity and discord. For your reality is a vivid representation of all that dwells, overtly as well as dormantly, within your consciousness. And until you have manifested the opportunities as life experience to draw the deep-seated energies that are harbored within you into release and ultimately to closure, those energies will continue to emerge in the form of life experience. Your consciousness is not a bland canvas, devoid of bias and passion. Simply because you have been drawn deeply into your transformational journey and have conscious awareness of the symbolism represented by the images that unfold before you. You are still a product of your own unique essence, your conditioning, and the unresolved remnants of the dramas and traumas of your full incarnate history. All are still factors actively in play in drawing to you and in refining the resonance of your experiential reality. What will have shifted as you continue to sift through the day-to-day -day details for the clues to life's mysteries is the background of inner harmony against which it all now unfolds. 
The challenges, which manifest naturally in the lives of everyone, will continue to emerge in your reality as well. Yet now these conflicts are not perceived as the earth-shattering catastrophes they may once have been. You have conditioned yourself to sidestep much of the provocation that you continue to magnetize into your energy field, and in so doing, you have begun systematically to dissipate the energies that habitually have drawn these kinds of circumstances to you. Slowly, you to begin... Slowly, you begin to become aware that the intensity of these interchanges has waned, and now you're able to weather what might have appeared as a potential storm of major proportions with barely a ripple upon the waters within. You will have, succe- <clears throat> you will have succeeded in structuring a renewed sense of inner trust, built in increments, upon a foundation of growing experiential evidence that, despite the accelerating momentum of the changes all around you, you have become the rock upon which all else rests. All the trappings of external security upon which you once relied unquestioningly have all been shaken or destroyed or abandoned. The relevance of much that was once considered irrefutable is now in question. The scripted role that you seized in the idealized passion of youth is now visibly flawed. In the aftermath of all the disillusionment of the fragility of all that you presumed was etched in stone, you unearth your own eternal essence." Despite evidence to the contrary, you are none the worse for wear for having lived through the symbolic earthquakes of your personal life dramas. If anything, your sense of resourcefulness has been strengthened, your resiliency has been reinforced, and in the absence of much, if not all, of what you expect, you would be able to bank on something indestructible and timeless remained, your own sacred essence. It is that very same essence that you have set about to excavate from within the core of your fears and your mentalized conditioning, buried in the depths of your illusions, far beneath the distortions of all you were taught to believe, was a level of self that would remain untouched. It is that precious spark of your own divinity that you sought to discover safe within you when all else failed as you knew it would. You were the one who set it up that way. When the shreds of the illusion with which you cloaked yourself had fallen to your feet and you were, at last, naked of pretense in your own eyes, you would, perhaps for the first time, be ready to see it. Some of you have battled more in inner resistance to the simple truth of who you really are than have others. And some have left the aftermath of a war zone in your wake. Some of you knew that it would take little more than a tap on the shell of your crystalline awareness to break through to what shines from within you. Others of you were prepared to undergo a virtual holocaust within your consciousness. The resistance was that firmly entrenched. Ultimately, when all the mentalized devices for sustaining the illusion of separation have been disarmed, you surrender the fight. When, at last, there is nothing left to lose, you are ready. For only then, in the sacred space of humility, are you able to recognize and to embrace what has never been lost. That precious spark awaits you. It has given you clues to its whereabouts all along the way, a little glimmer now and then just to keep you on track. But for some, it is only when you are absolutely convinced that you are hopelessly lost, when you simply do not know where to turn, that you turn within, and then the real journey begins. You have choreographed every move so that you might be brought to this moment, regardless of what it took to get you here. Your unique dance is a reflection of your own interaction with that inner resistance. And it is that which has kept you bound to the illusion of the old paradigm and the gospel of limitation to which many of you were wedded. It required the wrenching experiences of disillusionment that you have weathered to break the bonds of some of those ties. 
for the power of guilt and fear continued to nourish the unrelenting sense of helplessness with which many of you emerged into awareness in this reality. Transcending that conditioning is a fear not to be underestimated. By virtue of the fact that you are reading these words and considering these concepts, you have surely emerged from a history of these kinds of trials, and you have reached the place in your journey where virtually everything you once held sacred has been scrutinized for relevance and aborted. That is the plateau that must be reached before the real ascent can begin. When you succeeded in stripping yourself of everything that supported the monumental piece of fiction you masterminded and called reality, you became ready to begin to grasp a concept of reality and your place within it that is unquestionable. Now you have embarked upon a life direction in which your inner sensing determines what is and what is not so. And the power of the consensus understanding of what is real and what is unreal is known to be irrelevant if it cannot be verified by how it feels to you. It becomes less a question of what can be validated through analysis and lengthy journeys through the labyrinth of logic than what your own heightened sensibilities confirm to you. And you begin to rely more on your own inner truth and less on the roadmaps of bygone world, of a bygone world to guide you through the uncharted territory before you. These times represent an unprecedented crossroads for many, Four, you have emerged in awareness at a place where many worlds intersect. Your perceptions and the choices they prompt you to make will help to determine just how rocky the climb ahead will be. Those of you who have reached a place of inner surrender to the, majest- to the majesty of what you have begun to experience in your inner world will encounter the path of least resistance, which will lead you on the next leg of your journey. You will recognize it inwardly, even though you may believe it to be the great unknown, for the part of you that is opened at long last knows it well. Ah, what a beautiful chapter. What a beautiful way to begin the week. Hope that landed with all of you. you those of you hearing these words, that's who you are. That's where you are in your journey. What an exciting spot to be at. So, you know, all the self, self-judgment, self-doubt, those have run their course. That, that, that script has run its course. You can go ahead and thank it and release it because the fact that you've come this far, that you're resonating with this awareness, this realization, man, the hard part's behind you because really you become the unmoved mover. You're, you become the center, which the, the eye of the storm, anything that's happening it's just happening. You, you're, it's not you. It's, it, you know, my brother just got the new Oculus Rift that doesn't need a computer. It's like a self-contained device. It just came out a couple hundred bucks. Awesome. I actually want to start doing a podcast, um, VR, um, simulation, which would be really neat, right? All of us sitting around in a room together. So anyway, one more thing that's forthcoming on my never ending list of forthcoming magic that I intend to co-create in this world. But anyway, what I was saying is that it really, if you guys have played with virtual reality, you can see like, hold on, this is exactly what's going on here. I, this thing that I'm seeing that's so immersive isn't really, I'm just the observer. That's what that chapter was saying. You're just the observer of this story. This is just a lot higher resolution, a lot. This is like Oculus Rift 10.0, right? We are in it fully immersed but that's what this is and the real you is wearing that headset essentially and experiencing this 
this very, very convincing simulation. And so instead of getting so caught up in all the emotions of it all and all the energy of it all, you can observe, you know, take the feedback, learn from it. What is this telling me about myself? Okay. Yes, a lot of times um, making the higher choice stings the ego, you know, Um, but that is EGO, everybody's greatest obstacle. You know, some say EGO edging God out. I don't believe we need to get rid of the ego. I think it just needs to be put in its proper place. Your soul is meant to be your pilot, as Sting said in the beautiful song. Um, Let your soul be your pilot. Let your higher self come through. And, um, you know, instead of fighting and fighting for the ego and being right and creating separation, right? Um, Surrender. It's such a, surrender is such a beautiful process. It really is. It's just, ah, it's like letting out a long sigh, right? Look at nature. It surrenders when the new season comes. It surrenders to whatever's happening with the weather. It surrenders. It doesn't fight it. It goes, it goes with the flow. The river doesn't try and say, all right, guys, let's rally together and go upstream against the flow. It's not how it works. (sighs) Well, this has been magical. You are magical. I love you all so, so much. Thank you for connecting and sharing and growing and being the beautiful reflections that you are. I do have a song to leave you with today. This is Random Rab. The song is called Apparently. And uh, I love it. Hope you do too. Till next time, journey well. Love you all. Also, if you're craving more consciousness-elevating content, be sure to check out Gaia, which is my personal go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web, where you can stream an incredible 7,000-plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. As you all hear me constantly say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration, and if you're looking to journey deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place I know of to do it, period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out.
So I'll be 